Welcome to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and you're listening to Employment Notebook. Now, on this episode, we're focusing on the value of listening and how it clearly affects your career in multiple ways. On the show today, we have Kathy Rapp. She's the senior vice president of the HR professional services firm called HRQ, and she's here to offer up some tips on more effective listening. Kathy, thanks for coming on LJN Radio. Pleasure to be here, Tim. Thank you. We're talking about listening, which uh, can be a little bit difficult for people. And I would say, especially at work, it can be a little, I don't want to say stressful might be the term, but what do you think does make the act of listening so difficult for a lot of people when you're talking about hearing things from work? I think if we think about work these days, there's so much that goes into it. And and most of us are usually multitasking at any given moment. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a combination of just gosh, you've got, you know, five different things you need to be doing. And oftentimes, either hearing what is being said to you isn't a priority at that point in time. Hmm. How about in a situation where maybe you're getting an evaluation or you're getting feedback from a manager? What makes that portion of it maybe not as difficult, but difficult in a different way is when you're talking about, like you said, multitasking? Yeah, you know, performance evaluations are unfortunately stressful for both parties, and they really shouldn't be. I am a proponent of actually giving feedback in the moment, and and I actually hate performance evaluations. Okay. (laughs) In most companies, you know, they're a necessary evil. And I think that, again, it's people crafting their answers or their justifications Mm. rather than truly listening to the feedback that often gets in the way. Okay. Why would you say that it is important to have this conversation about listening? We'll get into hopefully some tips that you can fill us in on, but what makes it an important aspect to our careers, just that ability to effectively listen? When I first started my career, I can remember getting some advice that actually changed the direction that I ended up going. I went to school thinking that I was going to be a psychotherapist. And within the first semester, the the chair of the psychology department sat me down and he said, you know, this is not what you need to do with your career. Hmm. And at that point in time, you know, I had my plan. I was ready to go. And if I hadn't really sat back and listened to what he was saying to me, I would probably be doing something completely different and be miserable at it. But Taking that time as, again, someone that is ready to go, thinks they've got it all figured out, but to absorb what someone else is trying to tell you that either has more experience or that sees something in you that could be a derailleur. For me, it was an amazing point in time that I'll be forever grateful to this particular person because he put me on a track that has proven to be really successful for me. Let's take it into the workplace now. You alluded to it earlier, the idea of multitasking and how it seems like, you know, we've always got something going on. So we're trying to be what we think is efficient with our time. What would you offer up as any sort of advice for people who say, you know, I just I can't get away from doing that. I I try to, you know, write something while I'm listening to something else. Uh, What would you suggest to try to be able to really, again, focus on what you need to listen to versus, I guess, being busy? Yeah, I mean, that's when you really just have to stop everything else. You've got to be in the moment. Otherwise, you're not going to get anything out of anything you're attempting to accomplish. Mm -hmm. It's frankly why webinars, I don't think, are extremely effective because you can be 
very intent on getting something out of, of a webinar, but you've got your phone ringing, you've got emails coming in, sure. you've got, you know, someone knocking on your door. So it's just not an effective, you know, way for, for people to frankly learn unless you're able to just really, you know, say, this is the time that I'm going to devote to this. And I'm not going to check my phone. I'm not going to look at emails and I'm going to get the most out of this that I can. So it sounds like you're saying no matter what it is, whether it's getting the feedback or if it's a webinar, I think that's a great example. You really need to set time aside to just listen, essentially. Yeah, I think that you have to be able to to be in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so back to performance evaluations, you have to keep the end goal in mind there. You know, usually, right, during a performance discussion, people are trying to help each other improve. And so if you don't really take in that feedback, digest it, and have an appropriate response, then it can really get sideways. And so, you know, in that kind of situation, sometimes it's better just to say, okay, so I'm hearing what you're saying. I need time to think about that. Hmm. And let me come back to you. And that's fine. You know, that actually is a really good response other than getting defensive or getting angry or trying to come up with an excuse as to why whatever is being said to you is not correct. And I think that's uh, something you wrote about and mentioning to respond and not react because uh, in the moment, as you said, maybe you're Maybe your thoughts aren't uh, as organized as you'd like, or as you said, it may come across as you're um, trying to justify your actions or, or what's been happening. Have you seen that be effective personally? Have you had experience? Um, because I do feel like there is pressure if you're in that moment of getting feedback, or even if you're in a meeting of some kind, that that reaction just, it's almost expected. Whereas asking for some time away, uh, I don't know how appropriate some people think that would be. Yeah, I love that mantra, respond, don't react. And it, it is something that I know I try to keep top of mind, both personally and professionally. I mm-hmm. mean, if you think about just personally, you know, with a spouse or with family, that's probably when you're mo- more prone to, <laughs> to really react and when you really should take that deep breath and take a few steps back. Right. But in, in a work situation, it could be a colleague, it could be a client. And so it's to your professional advantage, frankly, to just take that deep breath and and to take the time versus saying something or responding and reacting in a way that you're going to regret later. Sure. And so I think people actually, when that happens, there's a level of respect too that you can gain from that versus you know spouting out something that you're either making up or that is not going to benefit the other person. So it's tough though. And, and certainly in situations where you're expected to have an answer, it's a hard call to make. I'm going to put you a little bit on the spot here. Uh, in your article that you wrote about trying to be a more effective listener, you had a quote in there from Alan Alda, and I just it, it hit me. Uh, I just thought it was a really nice quote. It said, listening is being able to be changed by the other person. What, how do you interpret that or what exactly does that mean to you? Well, first of all, I love Alan Alda. <laughs> you know, you got to have you got to have a mash quote in there. Listening is being able to be changed by the other person. That to me means that, you know, you are open that you are receptive that you want to see what another person is seeing hmm. about yourself. And so, 
I think the ability to really, again, take in either feedback or praise or advice and then adapt to that is really very mature. You mentioned the term there, adapt, and that was sort of the uh, the closing portion of uh, these tips that you had suggested as far as, again, listening, stopping everything else, respond, don't react. When you do take in that feedback, whether it be for your career, or maybe it's just a certain job or project you're on, how do you go about figuring out, okay, this is what I thought, this is what I saw versus this is what they told me, this is what they're seeing? Are there any tricks to the trade as far as being able to, again, effectively use what you listen to? I think that comes back to your ability to kind of walk away from the situation and and reflect on it and digest it. And then always understand that there usually is at least an element of that feedback that you're going to agree with, even if you may not agree with it in the moment. Mm -hmm. And so in performance, you know, situations, or in in various work situations, it's always easy to jump to the negative. And I think reframing that and pulling out the positive in that conversation, and then again, making an attempt to either adjust your style or how you handle a situation the next time or your performance or whatever the case may be, shows that you're able to to really grow within an organization. And ultimately, that's going to benefit you both personally and professionally. The last thing I wanted to ask you about was you had a note mentioning that people who truly care about you, or if you feel that they truly care about you, that that tends to be easier as far as listening. Uh, What's your experience been with that, especially professionally, because we hear that a lot from people of all, you know, I'm just a, I'm just a number, so to speak, or I don't know if they really care about me as an employee. How much does that play a factor as far as listening and then being able to take that and, and utilize that? So I think early on, I had a manager that sat me down and and really inquired how I wanted to proceed with my career and how he could help in doing that. And so we had a really good dialogue and a good conversation. And kind of at the end of that, his advice to me was probably not necessarily what I wanted to hear or even expected to hear, but just the fact that he took the time. Mm-hmm to ask that question and to have the conversation with me really meant a lot. And, you know, managers have a really, really tough job. And so I think that as an employee, that's one of the things just to always keep in mind that it's not easy managing people and it does take an immense amount of time. And so when you've got someone that spends that time with you, you know, take advantage of it. And there's a lot of mentor type opportunities out there and those can be great. But I actually think that when you find someone in an organization that can truly be your sponsor and be someone that's going to give you that either tough love or just take that extra time with you, then that's when you're really going to be able to progress. Kathy, I appreciate you giving us the insight and a little different perspective, I think, on the importance of listening and how it can be effective for our career. So thanks once again for joining us today. All right, Tim. Thank you. And with that, we will close out this edition of Employment Notebook. Once again, thanking Kathy Rapp for joining the show. If you'd like to get in touch with us about this episode or any of our LJN Radio podcasts, send us an email to ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN. And be sure to check out all of our episodes on iTunes as well. For everyone here at the Local Job Network, I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody. Take care.